Good morning, gorgeous. How are you ladies doing this morning? I hope you're doing fantastic. Welcome to the Dr. Daff Show. I'm your host, Dr. Daff, and today we're starting a brand new series. We are in February, the month of la 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 love, and I have some podcasts for you that are going to be specifically geared towards love and towards you being a beautiful, godly wife that embraces the fruit of of the spirit. The fruit of the spirit are godly character traits that are produced through those who have accepted Christ. And this is something that the Holy Spirit works on you with internally to start showing up in your personality, in your behavior. And I want you to produce these qualities in your marriage specifically. So we're going to go through each one of them and we're going to go ahead and start today with peace and how you can bring peace into your home as a feminine woman. The name of the series is called His Crown, and it comes directly from the Word of God in the book of Proverbs, where it says, an excellent wife is a crown of her husband. So that's what we are teaching, is for you to be an excellent wife and be your husband's crown. So I'm very excited about this series, and today we're starting off with peace. Before we get into this podcast, I want to remind you that I am bringing guests onto my Dr. Dav show that are specifically from my audience. So if you are interested in being on my show, then you can click the link in the description box of this podcast and you can come to LA and film with me in the studio, bringing your questions, your stories, your testimonies, things that you think other people could really benefit from and share it here on the podcast. I have limited slots, so if you're interested, please do it as soon as possible because we're almost out. I announced it on my YouTube channel, but I kept forgetting to announce it on the podcast. If you're interested in being on the show, if you have a very unique story, if there's just something that you think could really be a great conversation, then please come on the show. I want you here and I have all the information below. I want you to go ahead and sit back and relax and get something cool or something warm and cozy to drink. And let's talk about this. So crowns are a really beautiful, exciting headpiece that people wear that symbolize something important. You see crowns on beauty queens, you see crowns on royalty, you see crowns when a person is being recognized for a certain thing. Because crowns symbolize royalty, they symbolize achievement, and they symbolize honor. So when you are your husband's crown, you are symbolically showcasing that you are an achievement of his. You are something that he honors. You bring glory to his life. And that is what I want for you. I want your husband to walk around knowing that he has something so special, a gift that God gave him by bringing him a crown, the crown of you. And one of the ways that you can be your husband's crown is by showing him peace is by exhibiting that beautiful essence of peace in the home. I know that decorating and just sort of judging up your home is so much fun. 
And as women, we go shopping and we do all of these things to make our home so beautiful and calming and relaxing and inviting and fun. But the thing that a lot of us forget about is that outside of the decor, outside of all of the trimmings and all of the paintings and pictures, the home is you. And when you are bringing peace into your home, you are bringing that energy that your home holds. As your husband's crown, you bringing peace into his life will bless him in ways that he can never stop thanking you for. In this world, we are fast Pace. We are moving constantly. Things are shifting constantly. There are a lot of unexpected things happening day by day. One minute your husband could be getting a job, the next minute they could be doing layoffs. One minute everything could be fine and we're happy and healthy, the next minute someone is ill. Things are changing. We move sometimes. We have different things that come up like someone may come want to live with you, a family member may want to stay with you for some time, or your children may be born, or your children may leave the home, but there's always a lot of movement happening. But you being that solid grounding piece in your home will make all of those shifts and transitions much more pleasant, even if they're difficult, even if they're challenging. So how can you do this? How can you bring peace into your home? Well, the first way that you can do it is really with your attitude, regardless of how gorgeous your home is. If you as a wife are walking around with a demeanor that you are unsatisfied, that you are unhappy, that you are bothered, that is going to make the home dark and dull and drab. And how this happens a lot of times are like the little the little nuances, the little things that maybe your husband does that irritate you. In those moments, you reaching in for that piece is when it's really going to matter. When you're drinking your hot tea and looking out the sun and smelling the roses, that's easy. Like, of course, that's peaceful. But when you see all of his clothes laying around the house or him leaving the toilet seat up or him just like ruining everything that you've done to organize the cabinets those things invoke irritation and then that's when we start losing our cool that's when we start nagging at him that's when we start fussing that's when we have an attitude just know that not everything matters as much as it needs to matter yes there are things that do matter and that are annoying but as his wife there is this extension of grace that you're giving him your home is not a magazine I know that in this culture with aesthetics and things like that, it's all about just making your home look like a hotel. But in reality, your home is not a hotel. Your home is a sanctuary of love, of peace, of respect, of beauty, of cooperation and collaboration and warmth. And those things come with the regular, you know, behaviors of life, people leaving things places, people getting things dirty and moving things around. And those little things cannot bring you to distress. I know on Instagram and on YouTube, people are showcasing their homes like no one lives there, but people live there and your home should feel welcoming for people to be themselves. Your husband should not feel like he's living in a magazine. (laughs) And so you bringing that sense of grace where it's like, okay, if he break some glasses, if he throws his beer mugs and bottles in places where you've beautifully organized them, you just move it the way that you like it. You don't have to say anything. You don't have to make it argumentative. 
And that brings me to your stance in terms of being cooperative. As a feminine woman, this is something that men cherish in their wives, are women who are cooperative to their leadership. Yes, you are his crown, but he is a king. He's a king of that home. And this is established by God. God made it this way. So if he's the king of the home, he's the one who sets the tone in terms of the direction of the family, in terms of the things that he desires. And with that, your cooperation is what allows there to be flow and peace in the home. Instead of always arguing about every single thing he brings up, instead of shutting his ideas down, instead of being against him, showing him that you're actually on the same side, that you actually value his ideas and his thoughts. And yeah, maybe you don't agree with everything and that's fine. You don't have to, but it's not going to be an argument every single time. He has a peace to be able to be free with his ideas with you and you allow them in. One of the things that makes men really frustrated and sometimes you'll see a man and you see him with this woman who's maybe not a supermodel, but she's okay. And you wonder like, hmm, why is he so in love with her? I don't see it. I don't get it. One of the things men appreciate more than anything is a woman who knows how to cooperate, is a woman who can submit to his leadership, a woman who believes that he has potential and is wise enough, smart enough to be able to lead and doesn't always feel the need to argue. To a man, that is more beautiful than having the perfect face and the perfect body, even though, of course, they want those things too. But in terms of their day-to-day distress, their productivity, their ability to be able to manifest themselves the way that God wants them to, they actually need a wife who is cooperative, who brings him the peace of mind so that he can tackle the things that he needs to take care of, so that he can think clearly, so that he can really open himself up to hear the voice of God and lead the family the way that they should be led. So with that being said, let me ask you this. Do you feel like your husband is happy to come home? Is your home an oasis for him? Are you one of the grounding points in his life? Are you his peace. I want you to really think about that. Do you believe that you are pleasant to be around genuinely? Does he like just being around you? Even if you're not talking, even if you're just cooking and he's watching his sports, does he just like being around you? Do you have that connection with him because of the energy that you bring into the room when you're there? Is your home really an oasis? Men are here to produce and to work and to build and to create a life for their family. And you as a feminine woman who is his crown, bringing peace into the home can even help him live longer because he's not in constant strife. He's not dealing with unpleasant words and demeaning looks and bitterness and annoyance. This can actually increase his lifespan. Men who are with beautiful feminine women who are cooperative, who are peaceful, 
who are gentle, they live longer because they have space to breathe. They can really exhale. So that brings me to nagging. I know that this is really tough. It's really difficult to be with someone who is not meeting your expectations in all the ways that you want him to. And that's understandable that you would get irritated and you find yourself saying the same things over and over again or complaining about different things, or maybe your needs are just not being met in certain areas. And so you find that you have to keep on saying the same thing. Maybe it's not really about that. It's about something else, but you are frustrated on the inside. So this is something that really does create a lot of tension in the household is nagging because if you are a mother, you're probably nagging at your kids because they kind of need a little bit of that, especially if they're teenagers and they're growing. They need a lot of structure and direction and repetitive words, but your husband, not so much. He is more interested in you being his wife. He's more interested in you being his partner and not his mother, not his boss. (laughs) He wants to be able to feel like He does things on his own terms. And that can be tough, again, because sometimes you just need it done and it's just taken forever and it's causing issues and you just need it taken care of. But that's when you have to tap into your feminine creativity and you find a better way to get him to do what you want him to do. And I'm sure you can do that. If you want to put the effort in, I'm sure you can find a feminine way to get him to do what you want him to do without nagging him. You can also bring peace into your home by allowing your husband to be who he is. I know that sometimes when you're with a certain person for a certain amount of time, you are comfortable with them and there's jokes and there's banter and it's fun. But there are times where men get annoyed with the jokes. They get a little bit annoyed with feeling like they're the punching bag or they're the joke all the time even if it's just the two of you. Because what ends up happening is if you do that a lot with just the two of you, you'll start to do it when there's company, then you'll start to do it in public, and then it just becomes something it wasn't before. So you just be mindful that he can be himself. Like if he has a a thick accent from another country that you're not from, and the way he speaks is funny, or he says things the wrong way, you don't constantly need to make him aware of that. Of course, like from time to time, you may want to tell him that's not how you say it, it's said this way, or, you know, whatever, laugh or whatever. Like, I mean, be yourself. But when it gets to the point where you're actually now becoming his English teacher, where you're actually now looking down on him because he's from a a different country, that's when we have an issue. That's when you start becoming an irritation and he doesn't feel at peace with you. He feels like he has to watch his words and watch you know, the way he says everything because you're going to make fun of him or you're going to try to correct him. Even if it's not another language, maybe he just isn't as educated as you are or maybe there's just something a little bit different about him. He lacks social skills in certain ways or he has autism or you know, just something where there are some differences. Let him be himself. Let him be himself. Allow him to have the peace and the freedom to be himself without you having to sit there and correct every single thing. And he will appreciate you so much for that. He will love you so much more for that because he does know. (laughs) You're not the only person in his world. He does know. But you're the one that's on his side. You're the one that's on his team. You love him. 
also let him be himself when it comes to certain things that he has, like his belongings, his prized possessions, or maybe something that you thought he was going to like and he doesn't really like or use. It's say you got him a really nice shirt for his birthday or a nice blazer or a watch or something, and he never wears it, ever. And you notice that. Instead of nagging him, oh, how come you never wear that watch I got you? Or, you know, that kind of thing. Just let him not wear it. (laughs) Let him use his things or not use his things the way that he wants to. This allows him to just have more peace. These are the small things that end up becoming big things. Maybe he doesn't like it. He's not going to like everything. That's okay. It's his now. Let him use it the way he wants to use it. Another way that you can bring peace into your marriage is by not hassling your husband over one-off comments. This is something that can actually spark lots and lots of arguments. And a lot of the things I'm teaching in this series, His Crown, are things that maybe you just never learned. A lot of you ladies come from single-parent homes. A lot of you ladies come from broken families. You have never been taught what it means to be a wife, how to actually behave day-to-day. Some of you want to get married, you're engaged now, and you just want to be the best wife because you don't want to end up being divorced and you want a happy, healthy marriage. So if you don't know these things or if you already do these things, it's just a reminder to stop. No one's perfect. We all do these things. A lot of these things that I talk about, it's because I've experienced them. So don't be hard on yourself. Don't feel upset with the fact that maybe you don't have everything right. It's okay. (laughs) Just work on these things day to day and start cashing yourself as you're doing it and you'll see a difference in your marriage. So what I mean by these like one-off comments is if your husband says something that rubs you the wrong way, but it's not a big deal, maybe it's your own insecurity, let it go. Ladies, before we continue, I want to share my fragrance line with you. Fine Forever. Fine Forever is a fragrance line with a promise. It is a blessed luxury fragrance line that promotes the promises of God. Each fragrance is tied to a biblical scripture to remind you that with God, you will be fine forever. We launched our first fragrance, 2911, after the scripture, Jeremiah 2911, which talks about the plans God has for your life. This fragrance is rich, deep, mysterious, and feminine. It will surely turn heads and become a signature scent for you. We also have our Faith Collection, which introduces two beautiful fragrances that are unique and memorable, Silent Storm and Mustard Seed. Mustard Seed is a fresh, delicate, and bright aquatic floral fragrance, and it's reminiscent of a warm beach on a tropical sea. Silent Storm is a decadent gourmand fragrance that portrays youthful femininity. Silent Storm is rich, smooth, and refined. Visit the website www.fineforever.com. You can use the code Dr. Daff for 20% off of your fragrance. Thank you so much for your love your kindness, and your support. Now, back to our episode. For example, say you're out at a restaurant and 
maybe there's a lady who has a really beautiful necklace on and he looks at it and he says oh that's a really nice necklace she says thank you don't look at him like oh we're complimenting people now oh her necklace is so nice is that really what you were looking at or something else you know it's okay like if he saw that the necklace was nice and he complimented her Let that be that. Now, of course, if your husband has a wandering eye or this is like a repeated issue where he has to always compliment women or something of that nature, then of course that's different. But if he is making a one-off comment, maybe he doesn't normally make these kind of comments, let it go. Or if you're watching a movie together and he sees a woman and he makes a certain comment about her, maybe it's nothing disrespectful, but he makes a comment, he notices something, let it go. Have your own sense of security within yourself that you don't have to make an argument over one-off comments that humans have. (laughs) You want him to feel comfortable with you. You want to have a peaceful presentation about you where he doesn't feel like he has to monitor every little word that comes out of his mouth, where he can be open with everyone else. When you see him with his friends, with his family, he's so different. He's so free. But with you, he's like... You don't want that. You want him to be able to have peace with you. And realize that a lot of couples do have different temperaments. So you and your husband are going to probably be different because usually different people are attracted to one another because you have something within each other that you find unique or maybe missing within you. So it's a beautiful thing, but a lot of times your husband may have a different temperament than you. And he may have a different temperament just because of the fact that he's a man and men see things and behave in a much different way than women do, especially if he's a masculine man and you're a feminine woman. So realizing that your temperaments are different is necessary because it's going to impact the way that you speak to him, your tone, the way that you say things, the things that irritate you or things that you let go and vice versa. But with that, there's always this sense of allowing your man to have a little bit of what you have and here we talk about femininity and that's my focus on this channel you can help your man to have a little bit more feminine energy by you bringing peace into your home because men who are masculine should not be 100% masculine because that's also not healthy there is a a balance of sort it's not a 50-50 but there is a balance where men should be able to tap into their femininity in certain ways and you being a feminine woman and you being his peaceful crown you're allowing him to be able to do that he's watching you he's watching the way that you are the way that you react to things the way that you relax and he's taking hints he's taking cues he's like "Hmm, i don't know i don't know about that face mask But I would like a little candle in my little office space. It smells really good. I like how she just relaxes. Maybe I don't want the face mask and the herbal tea, but I'll take the candle and a beer, right? That's okay. Like men need the room, the peace to be able to explore their feminine side. And some of us women who have grown up in certain neighborhoods have been so warped mentally because of the culture that we think that if a man is doing anything that resembles femininity, that he's bisexual, he's gay, he's, you know, weird. We have all these little 
misnomers. We have a lot of wrong thinking when it comes to that. And that doesn't allow men to be able to explore their feminine side, to be able to explore the things that are really important for everyone to be able to cultivate. And it's not just about drinking herbal tea and lighting a candle, but just his his calm nature, his nurturing ability, his ability to be able to understand, to connect emotionally. That's something he's going to watch you do and pick up from you. And if you are a peaceful woman, that's going to be an invitation for him to partake in that peace. And that is a gift to your marriage. You want a husband who knows how to lean in a little bit in that way. So you bringing peace into your home, into your marriage is going to elevate everyone in that home in the area of peace. And with these topics, there are so many things that we can talk about. There are lots and lots of different examples. And, you know, I love these kinds of conversations. So we could be here all day talking about this, but I'm just giving you different examples of things that you can kind of think about and you'll have your own trials and your own tests that come up and you'll be able to decide, am I going to be a peaceful wife? Am I going to be his crown? Or am I just going to act up? (laughs) That's going to be your choice. But hopefully these examples are opening you up to different things that will bless your marriage. I want you to continue these conversations with God. I want you to invite God into your heart to allow you to be turned on in those moments. It's like, oh, maybe I should just be quiet. I had someone just leave a comment, and this happens to me all the time as well, where my husband and I are talking about something and he's saying something I really don't like. And I want to say something, or maybe... He's talking about something that's completely neutral and I have no idea how to respond to it. I don't know what to say. I I really don't. (laughs) I'll just ask God, what do you want me to say, Lord? Let me know. What do you want me to say? And nine times out of 10, God says, say nothing. Just listen. And that's how you bring peace. By just listening, by not always feeling like you have to say something, by not feeling like you have to solve his problems. You have to coax him into being okay if he's down, if he's hurt. You don't have to do that. Your presence of peace, your genuine presence of peace is an invitation on its own. He knows that when he is done solving his issue or he finishes whatever it is that he's dealing with, that he can walk over to you and be met with peace. That is the only invitation he really needs. In the book of Proverbs, chapter 17, verse 7, says that the intelligent person restrains his words, and the one who keeps a cool head is a man of understanding. When you're a person who is operating in intelligence, you know that you don't always have to say what comes to your mind, that you can be quiet, and that's okay. That every time you don't agree with something, it doesn't have to be a back and forth, a banter. That you can state your thoughts and let it be okay. And the one thing that I think is so funny in terms of like bringing peace into your home, something that a lot of women probably don't realize unless they grew up with brothers or were close to their father, is that men are very competitive. And you may not think it matters because it doesn't matter to you. But one way 
little last thing I'll add in there that you can bring peace into your home is by not being overly competitive as well. So let's say you're having a date night with your husband, you're playing a little board game or something simple, and you start to win back to back to back. You're playing pool and you're hitting all the balls. He's going to start getting irritated. Now, at first, it may not be a big deal, but if it keeps happening, he will start getting irritated because he's built to be competitive and you're his woman. He's losing to you. You may be laughing and thinking it's funny and all of that, but just know that internally it's actually bothering him. And one way that you can bring peace into your marriage in that way is, of course, you know, if you win, you win, but not rubbing it in in an extra way, not going around telling everyone about it, or even in that moment, just fine, let him win. Let him win. He lets you win in a lot of ways that you probably don't realize. (laughs) He lets you win. Let him win. It's not a big deal. Because there are certain times where these small things can actually turn into big things. And you might say, well, that's his problem. If he's that insecure, then I'm talking about married people. When you're married, you're one. And you should care about your husband's feelings, even if it's something really basic and minute. Just like he should care about yours. If you're asking him how this dress looks on you, he should be sensitive to your feelings and not say you shouldn't care. You should be secure in yourself to be able to take a, take the truth. <laughs> we all want to be considerate and just mindful of how everyone operates and know what to say in those moments or when to retrieve or how to say things in a way where it's not going to hurt him. Or bruise his ego in a way that causes damage to your marriage. These are ways that you can bring peace into your home. They're simple things. Simple things. And we can go on and on about this, but we're not. (laughs) And just realize that with these things, they don't come automatically. It's really difficult to be at peace all the time or to have peace in your words and your demeanor. When your husband says things that just really rock you or irritate you. You know, these are not things that you can just do by yourself. They take the power of God. And God is the one who empowers you, who helps you, who is there to guide you. Maybe he'll tell you, you know, tonight when your husband gets home, why don't you set the table this way? Why don't you light a candle? Play this song for him. Why don't you wear the pink dress instead of the white one? And you listen, you just do it. You just go along with it. And when your husband comes home, he's like, wow, I really needed this today. I had a really rough day. Thank you. And that's you working with God. That's you flowing with God, flowing with the Holy Spirit. He is your helper. He is your guide. He is your comforter too. When you want to say something and you end up biting your tongue, Holy Spirit will be like, you know what? I'm so proud of you. I love you. Don't worry. He said that and it was really messed up, but you're my child. You're my daughter. And I'm going to heal your emotions in this moment so that you can be whole again. That's the power of God. And that's the purpose of the Holy Spirit to create you in a way where you are allowing these fruit to showcase in your personality, in your behavior, in your home. So I hope that this was really helpful to you. You can follow me on Instagram at Dr. Michelle Daff and at the Dr. Daff Show. I love you so much and I thank you for spending your time here with me. Until next time, my loves, remember that in all things you do, make a feminine impression. Bye-bye.